are so many amazing perks of being sober. And one of my favorites is that sobriety allows us to take self-care to the next level. And it gives us such a sense of confidence. There's really nothing like feeling confident in your own skin. That's why I'm so excited to tell you about today's sponsor, One Skin. Their products make it easy to keep your skin healthy while looking and feeling your best. I've told you about how when I got sober, one of my favorite things was starting a skincare routine because that was not something I ever prioritized before. But let's be honest, knowing what the best skincare routine is can be a little overwhelming. That's why I'm excited about One Skin. There's no complicated routine, no multiple step protocols, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code HAPPIEST at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code HAPPIEST. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support my show and tell them I sent you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors in our lives, and when we get sober, they can almost feel magnified at first because we're adjusting to feeling all our feelings again rather than using alcohol to numb them. I was honestly really surprised when I got sober at how many emotions came up for me. I remember literally saying, I have so many feelings right now, and it felt really overwhelming having to feel them all. But the great thing about that is that it gave me the clarity and awareness that I had some things to work through, like people-pleasing and like my own self-talk. That's where therapy can be so helpful because it's a safe space to get things off your chest and begin to work through what's been weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. What I really love about BetterHelp is that it's entirely online. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire and you'll be matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists anytime with no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com happiest today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash happiest. Welcome to Happiest Sober Podcast. I'm Madeline. Thank you so much for being here. Um, So this episode, you know, my podcast comes out on Tuesdays. Valentine's Day this year is on a Tuesday. This episode's coming out on Valentine's Day. And oh my God, let me tell you, every time I do a Q&A, every time I say what are some topics you'd like answered on the podcast, without fail, I always, always, always get questions about sober dating and it's one that I've just like I've said I think I've said so many times like yeah, I'm gonna do an episode on that it's one that I- has like definitely been a long time coming um that I think honestly just felt like daunting in my head because I'm like oh my god there's so much to say but I'm like okay I, I literally have to now <laughs> today today was the day for this episode for sure so Honestly, I'm kind of winging this right now. I, I I figured I would just go come in and just just get talking. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a little bit of story time. <laughs> I'm just going to like spill the tea on what, you know, what my dating life has been since I got sober. And then at the end, I'm going to share some 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 tips for for sober dating because um, I know I know that that is a big hurdle when you first get sober to think of like how the hell am I going to date without drinking? I think whether I think no matter what your status is, I think it's hard when you're in a relationship to get sober because that really can often change the whole dynamics of your relationship. I can't relate to that one because I was single when I quit drinking. I was newly single when I quit drinking. Um but then there's also how am I going to 
how am I going to date sober? So, okay, I'm going to tell you about my experiences. (laughs) So when I quit drinking, I think I was actually only just over a month out of a long-term relationship um, when I first like started trying to quit drinking and dating was one of the really big kind of hang-ups I had about about not drinking and I think you know what I've like reflected on this and I think that a big reason why is because I first started drinking when I was 17 and that the timing of when I first started drinking and the timing of like meeting my like first love and getting into that relationship really overlap like I met my first like serious boyfriend around pretty like probably within a few months of when I very first started drinking and I would I remember like in the in like the very early stages of that relationship always feeling really excited to drink with him because we were like 17 and that would be like when we would drink together is when we would be extra affectionate and be lovey-dovey and kind of like tell each other more of our feelings for each other and like so I was always really excited to drink with him and I think because of like how that timing happened, I think that I went on to really associate like relationships and love with like drinking and like when you drink with a partner, that's when you feel all those like feelings are magnified and that's when you're like, you know, extra affectionate with each other and all that stuff. So I think I really, really had to untangle from all of that and that's why it was really hard for me to fathom like I couldn't fathom that dating someone would ever feel quite as exciting again if I didn't get to drink with that person. Like I thought drinking with a partner was like the most romantic thing. Um, It was something that like whenever I was dating someone I always looked forward to being able to have drinks with them. So yeah, I was just really, really stuck on that. So the first guy that I dated after I quit drinking was... I think I was around three months sober. I met him on a dating app and we went on a couple dates and I remember talking to my mom on the phone and being feeling really maybe just kind of sad and being like, oh, it's just not going to be as exciting. Like it's not going to be as exciting if I can't drink with him. And like another layer was for sure being like, I don't remember the last time I ever like kissed or hooked up with a guy sober like for the first time sober um so that was like a whole different thing as well but so I will share so this was a guy who I ended up dating him for like a few months and that didn't work out um but this story is like kind of cheesy but I like to share it because like I feel like if if you're in that space of being like oh my god like dating's not going to be as exciting without booze um this was my first experience with it because I was totally in that headspace and what happened was like we we had gone on a few dates and then and this was also pandemic time so like dates were like walks (laughs) dates were going on a walk like no we had a few we had a few video chat dates first and then went on a couple walks and then like for this date he came over to my place and we had like a really really good night together I was drinking like alcohol free 
um prosecco he was a very i could take it or leave it kind of guy around booze maybe he had like one beer um and so we had a really good night and i found myself feeling like those like really excited feelings of like feeling into him and like lots of stuff that honestly i kind of associated with alcohol um and then what happened was at the end of the night he left and we kind of had like an awkward hug goodbye and then he left and like god maybe it was like our fifth fourth or fifth date total and like we didn't kiss or anything and he left and I was like oh I kind of thought kind of thought we were going to tonight and then maybe two minutes later I get a text from him and he said I'm sorry I I need to come back and I'm like okay um so I go to my door and he's walking up the steps and he goes I'm sorry for being so dramatic but like I just really need to kiss you goodbye and like it was the most romantic first kiss I've ever had in my life it was like just just like the whole way that he went about it like leaving and then being like oh my god I fucked up and then coming back to kiss me was just the most romantic thing and then after that like I went to bed I was on like cloud nine I was on such a high I was like giddy and it was such like I I called my mom. Um, I'm such an open book with my mom. Like I called her the next day and I was like, oh, my God, you were so right. Like it was like actually the best thing of my life that I wasn't drinking on that date um, because I got to feel all of those good feelings that like, you know, you're supposed to feel when you're dating somebody and none of it came from alcohol. So that was a really, really positive first experience. And it was just like, it's like I say, every time I've talked about like, you know, doing my first birthday sober and all of that, like all the sober first, like I so got myself worked up beforehand with like all of my beliefs around the fact that like it wasn't going to be as good if I wasn't drinking. And then it's like, you don't get to see how good it can be until you just freaking do it. So that was a really good kind of lesson for me and my mom got to do and I told you so yet again (laughs) with the sober stuff we had a good laugh about it because I was like oh my god you were so right that like it can just be so amazing without alcohol so I'm really glad that that was my first kind of like sober dating experience and I did get really lucky and I will say and I'll chat more in depth about this later like I was three months into my sobriety when we met and I was definitely not in a place where I was comfortable to be super open with people about it um, in general, especially someone brand new who I'm meeting on a dating app. So on our first date, our first walk, I remember him asking me, what's what's your drink of choice? And I answered and said like, oh, white wine normally, but like yeah, I'm taking a break from drinking right now. Like, yeah, I haven't drank for a few months and he was fine about it. And then um, for the date that I actually just mentioned where he was coming over to my place, I guess it just totally slipped his, slipped his mind and he was like, oh, do you want me to pick you up a bottle? Um, I can pick us up a bottle of wine on my way. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not drinking right now. But like um, you can you can bring drinks for yourself. I don't mind at all. And he was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I totally forgot. No, like I don't need to drink. I don't need to drink either. It's fine. I think I ended up buying him some beers to have. But anyways, so I felt very... Um, nervous to be super honest with him about it and then what happened was like as time went on and like things were going really well then I started to feel like okay if this is going to be a longer term thing I don't want to like 
be holding out this information on him because I'm like I don't actually plan on ever drinking again and like if we're gonna keep dating then he should probably know that because may as well find out now if he's okay with it so um maybe a couple months in I opened up a bit more to him about what 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 the situation really was and he was so supportive about it and I'll never forget the words he actually used were like it's so inspiring to know someone like you and like he ended up very much not I feel like I'm making him sound great he ended up really not being the right guy for me but like it was a really positive first experience to have with dating somebody sober and I think like thank god I had that experience because it was something I was so nervous about and like if anything I got to see from this that like there are people out there who either it won't even matter to them or it will be something that like they really admire about you um so that was my very first experience with dating sober and I will say too that like obviously since that's the first guy I dated sober that's also the first kind of like breakup I had sober because we did actually like officially date for a little bit there um and I think I'm gonna do a full separate episode sometime on sober breakups because that's a whole other conversation but I will just say that like that was a really hard but important experience for me in my sobriety because a thousand percent my main and only coping skill for getting through breakups before getting sober was to like go out and party and that was off the table this time and so I was actually just forced to like work through my feelings and feel all of it and find other ways to to make myself feel better and like the benefit of that is that I got to actually process it all and move on a lot quicker than I did when I used to drink to get through breakups um so again that's a whole other conversation that I'll have another time but I just thought that was worth mentioning here as well. Um, but yeah, anyway, I don't want to make it sound though like, oh, sober dating started off and it was perfect because I've had a lot of <laughs> rough experiences too with it. Um, I'll speak to the whole like dating app um, world. <laughs> it's unfortunate that it sort of feels like the only way to meet people these days. Um, but like I said, that guy that I dated showed me that there will be a lot of people who will be cool with me being sober and dating apps have showed me that for everyone who is cool with it. There are also some people who are not going to be so cool with it. So um, I always make sure that I put that I like say on my on my profile that I don't drink. Um, and I think something I have realized is that a lot of people don't check that section like where it says like alcohol weed drugs whatever um I just have no under all of those and I think a lot of people almost don't even think to look because I think it's just really expected that most people drink um so there are a lot of cases where I've matched with somebody and then we chat for a while and then they invite me out for drinks and then I have to say like yeah I don't drink but I'm happy to grab a mocktail with you um and it's a mixed bag of reactions. Sometimes they're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't even see that. Like, do you want to do a coffee instead? Like sometimes that's the reaction, which is amazing. Sometimes it's just like, why don't you drink? Um, and I, I definitely have gotten some, some like rude openers from guys on there. Like I've had a couple people like in their opening message to me, 
because I have pictures on my profiles and I'm out and I'm holding a, I have a glass in my hand it's not alcohol but it's a freaking glass and I've had some people message me and say oh I'm calling bullshit your profile says you don't drink I see a drink in your hand in all your photos um which is honestly just comical like it, you don't know what's in my glass and like also <laughs> who are you to to say that to me um so I just don't even bother replying to those people but um, I had someone a few months ago message me and say hi and I responded and then his response was like, all right, let's just cut right to the chase. You actually don't drink at all. <laughs> so there have been like dating apps are very much like they can definitely be discouraging sometimes. But again, like I'm just listing off some things that have happened. I've been sober, sober for two years. So like overall, I would say it's been pretty positive. Um, I will share a couple first date stories with you and if you've listened to my other podcast that I do with my friend Haley Sip Talk, um, you will have heard these but I had um, one weekend. It was in my first year of sobriety and it was probably a few months after, maybe four or five months after um I had ended things with that other guy that I just told you about and I got asked out on a date by a guy from a dating app and it was like going to be our first time meeting but he uh, told me that his friends are in a band and they're playing at a little bar nearby and like do you want to come watch so I thought that was a fun date idea and I was like okay I guess I'll like I'll have to meet his friends because they're in a band but that's fine so I go there and I didn't realize but like basically all of his friends were also there to watch their friends perform and what it really was was that like it was everyone just like standing around getting drunk and it wasn't like it wasn't even really a date I thought we'd at least like get a table and sit down and get to chat and that was not the case so we did talk for a bit just him and I when I first got there um and because he ordered a drink I ordered a soda water I told him I don't drink so we did get into a conversation about that and he kind of did the whole like (laughs) he did the whole like explaining to me how he doesn't have a problem when like you know he didn't ask he did the whole like you know I'm a social drinker like I I like to have fun I I, like I don't have a problem but I I like to drink a lot with my friends like that kind of thing um which whatever and what ended up happening was that like I was I wasn't into this guy and I didn't really like how he was acting in terms of like having me there with all of his friends. He wasn't doing a super great job at kind of like making me feel included and um, his friend went to buy us all a round of shots and I said um, he said oh not for her she's not drinking and his friend yelled boring <laughs> which like I could just laugh at like whatever. But then even at one point, one of his friends bought a round of drinks for all of us and like my soda water was running low and he didn't make sure I got another soda water. Like it was just it was a bad day. It was I was like, oh, my God, get me away from this guy. Um, and what happened was at one point I was like kind of left talking to one of his friends and his I had thought that his friends were going on at seven and then I get there and I find out they're not going on until nine. And I had this thought while I was there of like oh my god this sucks because like I'm, I'm not into this guy I don't want to be here and now I have to wait around for two more hours and then like I had this light bulb moment of like I don't owe this guy 
anything. And if I don't want to be here, I don't have to freaking be here. And I left the date. I literally was just like, hey, I'm heading out. Nice to meet you. Bye. Left. Unmatched him in the Uber ride home. And that was that. And like, even though like, yeah, no, it wasn't a fun time being there and it kind of sucked. It actually like, I love that I have that experience that I had that experience because it ended up being really empowering where I think if I had been drinking on that date I think I would have stayed um I wouldn't have had the clarity to like you know to properly realize that this guy was like not right for me and even if I did I don't think I would have had the level of like clear-headed self-respect that I had to be like wait a second I can just go home and then I got to drive myself home after like I was like okay I'm gonna go spend the night with my family I I ubered back to my place hopped in the car and like was just like driving home being like I'm so thankful that I wasn't drinking on that freaking date like how good um so even though that was like a bad date experience I think it was a great experience because it really showed me like it, ju- it was just empowering to to like kind of have a mo- a little moment of like I was almost just gonna stay out of obligation and like catching that and being like oh my god I, I, I don't owe anyone anything and especially not this guy so that ended up being you know really good ultimately um And I did have another experience where a guy I was supposed to go out with, we'd we'd like made a date to go out. And then the night before he, um, he texted me saying, what's your drink of choice? And I replied and I said, I don't drink anymore. So usually a mocktail. And he said, call me. And I was out and I'm like, oh, I can't right now. I'm, I'm out. And then he said, I have a question for you. So I didn't, I replied in the morning and I said, hey, what's your question? And he said, call me again. So I called him and immediately he just says, so why don't you drink? In like that kind of a tone, in a very weird tone. And I was so like taken aback by it. And I don't even remember what I said. I think I gave a very like general like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Didn't love being hungover anymore kind of answer. And then he was like, okay, well, you know, because, I mean, I'm not an alcoholic, but I I like to drink and, you know, like at my parties and like my family events and stuff, there's drinking there. And I'm like, yeah, you know, like everyone in my life drinks. (laughs) I'm, I'm pretty used to it. I'm okay with it. And he goes, okay, so you didn't go to rehab or anything, did you? I'm like, no, I didn't go to rehab. And it was just like, I kind of just rushed off the call and then didn't end up going out with him. Because it was just like, to me, red flag, red flags all over the place. If you can't even just meet me to try to figure out for yourself whether I'm like normal and okay, um, that you had to like call me before just because I don't drink. Um, To me, that was a huge red flag. So I never met him. So those two experiences were really close together and they did leave me feeling really discouraged about sober dating. Um, And since then, I've been on, um, I've been on my fair share of app dates They've been very hit and miss, but I find that like if I've gotten to the point where I'm going out with someone, then they've already kind of passed the test on like how they are with the me being sober thing because inevitably it pretty much comes up before because 
typically they ask me to go for drinks and I always make sure to say like yeah I'm I'm down I don't drink though so I'll just have a mocktail but I don't mind if you do um just so that I don't have to have an awkward moment on the date where they're like thrown off by me not drinking and then it is kind of a way to make sure that like they're okay with it so that I don't waste my time um so a couple more stories I'll share before I get on to the advice (laughs) portion of the episode um one of the last guys who I dated um was actually an ex from years ago that I reconnected with and he was for sure someone who like I always kind of thought of fondly over the years and like had a lot of what ifs attached to and we ended up reconnecting just around actually just around when I turned one year sober and then it didn't work out and then reconnected again and then it didn't work out and this will definitely be something I can chat about in the sober breakup episode because um, I was definitely really, really devastated <laughs> when when things didn't work out with him. But what happened was the second time, the second time that we kind of like, you know, reconnected, got back together again, um, he had reached out to me because the first time around, we just weren't on the same page with what we wanted. Um, and then he reached back out to me and we gave things another try and I ended up breaking it off about I think only about two weeks after um after we'd reconnected and the reason I bring this up is because it was a really proud moment for me because it was just a real moment of like when you're not drinking with somebody there's no you're not blind to the red flags you're not drinking to just feel those like warm fuzzy feelings and to feel like you know you can make yourself like anybody when you're drinking but like I think that if I had been drinking when those experiences happened where we were getting back together I think I would have stayed a lot longer because I think that drinking magnifies feelings of like liking somebody but also I think that like it can bring up a lot more confusion around almost around like how they're treating you around things that happen because like you know there would be nights where I would wake up in the morning and have to really like evaluate what had happened the night before and process how I felt about it and like you know ultimately come to the conclusion that it just was not cutting it for me it wasn't enough for me and if I was drinking I think especially knowing myself like whenever I would drink I would always wake up in a shame spiral and always be like questioning everything I said and did so I think none of the focus would have been as much on the other person I think it probably would have been on myself and like oh my god did I did did I do anything wrong last night did I embarrass myself am I like pushing this person away and to just have complete clarity through the whole experience to not ever have to question like not saying I'm perfect but to not ever have to question like what did I do or say like I have all my memories of it and so then I can formulate my opinions, I can decide what's good enough for me, what isn't good enough for me, and then I can make a clear-minded decision about it after really having the opportunity to process and evaluate everything really clearly. Um, And I think that's been the biggest gift. And I think, you know, the, the last person who I dated was someone who was a really, really, really good guy, really nice guy, but I just like it just, it just wasn't it. And I I couldn't put, it just, it just wasn't it. And I take pride in the fact that now I don't stick around for too long when I know that. 
And I cannot say the same about when I was drinking. I remember like the last guy I dated before I got sober, I can look back and remember seeing red flags on our second date. And like having this gut knowing on our second date, we were drinking together and I was like, whatever, I'll just like keep having fun with him. That's okay. And then it continued and it turned into a serious relationship and then we moved in together. And like now that's like the biggest gift of dating and sobriety is I'm like, I see everything so clearly. I'm not ignoring red flags. Like I'm fully here and present. And um, I, I almost take pride in the fact that like, All of my relationships since I got sober have been short and brief. And like some people might think of that as a failure, but I think of that as a success because they weren't the right guys for me. And I wasn't really waiting around after I figured that out. And like I'd rather not waste my time holding out, hoping something's going to like turn into the right thing. I'd rather just be on my own until the right person does come along. And I think that's like when I look at kind of my like dating life as a sober person, that's what I feel most proud of. I'm like the second I know it's not it, I'm out. And I wasn't that way when I was drinking. I was able to completely be in denial and like just like keep going out and drinking with this person and having fun with them and it's okay. And like I I can't do that when I'm sober now. And I think that's a really great thing. So I also just want to say before I give you some tips on sober dating um, that I'm very single right now and I'm actually the most single I've ever <laughs> been in my life and I'm the happiest I've ever been with that. And um, so I meant to say this right off the top, but if you're single and you're sober on this Valentine's Day, I'm freaking right there with you and I'm cheering you on because I think that being single and sober is the most valuable time to get to know yourself to get to connect with yourself to like get comfortable with yourself like I'm I'm really loving it um it wasn't always that way I definitely had some times last year where I felt kind of you know being single and sober the combination of it can feel kind of lonely sometimes um and I definitely felt that a bit last year and so I'm gonna do an episode next week about being single and sober in depth. So stay tuned for that. Um, So now on to some sober dating tips. And I feel like they were kind of all interwoven (laughs) through this episode. Um, But these would be my number one tips for dating sober. Maybe it's like partially tips and partially just like hopefully words of comfort. Um, A big one for me is like I said, I always like to let the person know beforehand that I don't drink and not in a way that like makes a thing of it but just in a way so that I know that they know and there's a couple reasons for this so number one I feel like if I was going on a drink state a quote drink state and I was planning on ordering a mocktail but he didn't know that I don't drink we hadn't had that conversation I would be so much more nervous for that date knowing that like I then had to have that conversation in person and like, oh, I'm going to order a mocktail and then he's going to be thrown off. And then like, it's a lot more, I just feel like it can be a lot more nerve wracking or like uncomfortable to have to navigate that conversation when you're in person on a first date. And like my, the other part of my head is like, I know that knowing myself as a drinker, if I'm going out 
on a drink state then I would expect the other person to be drinking and like realistically I know I would have been thrown off if the shoe was on the other foot um, so I just like for them to know I like to know that they already know that and I'm not gonna have to like navigate an awkward moment of being like oh no I'm having a mocktail because I don't drink and then them being like thrown off by it and then the the bigger piece of that though is that then you get to see what their response is before the date because if they don't have a good response then you don't have to waste your time like it's totally just weeding out the people who aren't going to be okay with it because I'd rather if someone's not going to be okay with it then realistically we're not going to gonna date like it's not going to work out so I'd rather know beforehand so that I don't show up on a date and waste my time. It's a lot of effort that goes into a date as a girl. You get ready. You like you have to tell your friends where you're going in case he's, you know, a murderer. So, um, yeah, so I that's kind of my thinking is like save myself the stress of having to navigate that in the moment and also save myself from wasting my time if he's someone who wants to date someone who drinks because that's not going to be me. Um I think my other piece of advice too would be that like you can share as little or as much as you want initially. Like you don't have to tell them your whole story of your sobriety and why you're sober the first time you're meeting. Like they don't need to know it all and like people earn the right to hear your story. So, you know, obviously just like I said with my first dating experience sober, eventually as time went on I started to feel like okay, this is the point where I think he needs to... He needs to know if we're going to keep going. Um, but don't feel like you have to like lay it all out there on the first date. I mean, if you want to, then you can, but you definitely don't have to. Um, now I'm at a point where I'm pretty comfortable to just be like, yeah, I don't drink. It wasn't wasn't really a good combination, me and alcohol anymore. And like, that's that. Like to just be like nonchalant about it. But like, you know, this is what it is. Um, so I think definitely make sure that you're clear with how much you're going to tell them because usually what happens I will say is that oftentimes when I tell someone on a dating app that I don't drink and then if it's if it's fine and then we go out usually he does ask me more about it on the date I think almost I think almost every time he's asked me more about it on the date um so be be mentally prepared for that just so that you know in advance what you're comfortable with sharing so that you're not like so that you don't feel like you're put on the spot when you get there um And I think something else I would just say is that like I know a lot of people feel like oh I'm scared I'm scared to tell somebody that I don't drink because then like what if they don't like me what if they don't want to date me and my response is like great that's great info to have because that tells you right off the bat that this is not your person and like that's great to know that's that's a real gift oftentimes it takes a while to find that out and it can be really painful finding that out and the fact that like it's such this clear-cut way to weed people out right off the bat like to weed out the people who aren't right for you because this is the thing and this is what like everyone who I've dated since I've gotten sober even like people I've dated briefly have all been so beyond supportive and so like are like I'm so I'm so impressed by you that must be that that must have taken a lot the last guy I dated said like I think you're so brave that takes so much courage and like that's something that I appreciated so much because I didn't even feel like someone who hadn't gotten sober would even like understand or appreciate that and he did and so I just think like the person who's right for you is gonna have that mentality about it they're gonna admire the hell out of it they're gonna think like oh my god look at 
what you were able to do and it just makes me like respect and love you even more so like don't settle for less than that like the person who's right for you will respect admire appreciate your sobriety it will be like they'll think it's so inspiring and like those people are out there and you don't need to settle for anything less than that and just like own it like this is the other thing too is that going on a first date like especially someone who you met on an app and you're like it's inherently nerve-wracking you have to go there you you're like going off of pictures you have to like go there try to find them say an awkward like hello you haven't it's your first time meeting and like you know what I mean like guess what it's inherently awkward and nerve-wracking to go on a first date and Being sober means feeling the full spectrum of our emotions and experiencing like life for what it is without like numbing or taking the edge off of anything and like most people don't do that. Most people have probably had like a drink or two before they go on the date or they like have a drink on the date to ease their nerves and so even just like framing it that way for yourself like okay well I might be a little bit nervous and that's okay because like this is just a life experience it's a natural life experience and I can really own the fact that it takes guts to be doing what I'm doing it it takes a lot of freaking courage to show up on a date without any liquid courage without like a social lubricant without all of it so you can feel proud of that and even if it's really nerve-wracking at first like the more you do it the more comfortable you get with yourself and like it is a really cool experience like even like for me like I went on a like a few first dates from apps with guys last year and like none of them were it but I can look back and be like well I did it sober and like I was able to be confident in myself without alcohol and then I was able to be clear-minded on that date to evaluate whether this guy was right for me or not and like I went on actually like I feel like a lot of the dates I went on last year I would have probably wanted to keep seeing them if I was drinking because like I really do think that when I was drinking I like it just puts it you have blinders on it makes you like your inhibitions are lowered and it makes you feel more into people and like I'm sure a few of the guys I went out with last year I would have kept seeing had I been drinking on the date and I'm grateful that I didn't because like how what a gift to be able to be there and be fully able to like evaluate whether this person is right for you and you're not like making yourself blind to red flags or anything so even if it feels hard, it's really, really worth it. And like I can just say that finding someone who you have an actual connection with and who you actually have feelings for without alcohol and all of the bullshit that surrounds it is like such a good feeling when it happens and it's worth holding out for. So I think I'm going to leave it there. I will say that I have been off of dating apps for a few months now and I'm feeling really great about that like I'm I'm embracing being single in a different way than I ever have and I'm excited to chat more 
about that in next week's episode so make sure you tune in for that and a few housekeeping items on my end my sober trip to Spain is officially open to book so head to the link in my bio on Instagram at happiest sober and at happiest sober podcast to reserve your spot the first 10 people to book get the early bird discount $200 off Um, I'm so excited about this trip so if you have any questions at all about it then send me a DM on Instagram Um, I would love to have you join another update is I have also started a weekly new newsletter so if you would like to subscribe to that then head to happiestsober.com to sign up for weekly sober inspo straight to your inbox Um, otherwise be sure to follow me on instagram at happiest sober and at happiest sober podcast for all the updates and of course if you're enjoying the podcast then please feel free to rate review and subscribe i will chat with you next week i hope you have an awesome week and happy valentine's day Um, if you are in a relationship then I hope you have the best time celebrating that sober remember that like the romance and all the good feelings that come from being with your partner don't come from the alcohol they come from being with your partner and you can rediscover all of those feelings of romance without alcohol and it's okay if it is a bit of an adjustment at first if you're single then me too and let's celebrate by spoiling ourselves this year um i'll chat with you next week i hope you all have an awesome week send yourself a little extra love this week for valentine's day bye It's Erin. And I'm Michaela, and we're the hosts of the Two Sober Girls podcast, and we are on a mission to spill the wild truth about sobriety. Forget the rosé all day cliche. Sobriety is flipping amazing. Absolutely. It's not just about quitting the drink. It's a gift you give yourself and your loved ones. So what are you waiting for? Break up with that old toxic relationship with alcohol and let us show you the possibilities. And here's the thing. Everything your precious heart desires becomes way easier without the influence of alcohol. We're not just two sober girls. We're also wellness coaches. We're here to show you how to optimize health, lifestyle, and beauty, feel sexy and alive as F. So stay tuned because we're rolling out new episodes every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts and trust us. They have your name written all over them. We can't wait to share the magic of sobriety and wellness with you. Subscribe to Two Sober Girls Podcast today and come follow us on Instagram for behind the scenes action and send us a DM. We can't wait to meet you.